Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 289 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're rounding up and recapping the Ubisoft Disney Plus Marvel and PlayStation State of Play showcases and so much more. But with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, is Sir Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing yeah. good. It's a good day of video game news. And, a lot of uh, things. Oh, yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> but still, it's still leaving me wanting more. Is that weird? No, I feel like this is what it used to be like. You know, I feel like there's just been such a drought of, you know, gaming coverage that, you know, we've had to be very creative in the last few weeks. And I I hope you all have have caught caught wind of it. Um, But really, it's 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 been really dry. And now we're finally starting to see some games, to hear about it from the developers and get some actual really juicy news. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy about it all, Kyle, is that last week, all this was supposed to be announced already. Yeah. Like Nintendo was going to showcase their or, or reveal that they had a stream this week. But oddly enough, how the world, you know, operates some royalty dies and then how, how selfish i know <laughs> you know you could have given us a couple of days queen elizabeth jeez <laughs> and we dated the podcast two minutes in but <laughs> that being said kyle yeah I, i'm not a nintendo guy anymore i'm not either and it sucks <sighs> like that it when it when i when you say that and when i think it and i say it out loud it just hurts my soul a little bit because Nintendo is what got me into video games. Yeah. Where I think it got a lot of people into video games and it's not doing anything for me to bring me back. So the first question of the show, because again, we're not a Nintendo podcast, uh-huh. obviously, but the Nintendo direct, did you, did you watch it today? I did. I did. Cause it aired during work for me. I caught mm-hmm. some of it, not all of it. Mm-hmm. How, how did you like it, man? I thought it was a good show. It, yeah. it it had some highlights, and other things were just strictly not for me. How many different type of farming games can we really show off? That was something <laughs> that Twitter didn't even have to tell me was a thing. Yeah, and I was tired of it. Like I thought at it's one the portion, new Battle Royale. Yeah, it's Nintendo's <laughs> equivalent. <laughs> Happy Ranch Hand <laughs> <Yeah>. Simulator twenty twenty three or whatever. But like at one point, I was just like, are they gonna like? show me a farmer's only ad like what what are what's happening here nintendo like did anybody go you know what maybe we have one too many farming sims because they showed off like three or four yeah and then like nintendo does this really weird thing where they're just like here's some games that let's be honest don't look good at all Mm -hmm. and like there was like this weird like dancing game i forget what it was but it looked like it was a straight up like Somehow someone modded a PS2, and it was there. It was like a Fist of the North Star, but like... Oh, the boxing fitness one. Very weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, only Nintendo. And I feel like we give Nintendo the pass on these things. God forbid this showed up at like a... um, What was I going to say? Sorry. Like an Xbox or a PlayStation thing. But because it's Nintendo, we'll give it a pass. We'll give it... Yeah. I, I, I think... 
I'm trying to figure out why that is. Mm. Like, why do I not want to play my Switch? And I think I'm just like, I'm spoiled with PlayStation 5 and Xbox uh-huh. Series. Just like graphically and just the the way the games are, are powered. Like, it's the Nite- the Switch is so far behind. Yeah. And, like- and PlayStation and Xbox do more in their ecosystem with, I'm just going to say it, trophies and achievements. Oh, boy. That make me want to play on their platforms because there's something else to gain. Nintendo, yeah. the, like, it doesn't... I don't get that from it, ever. It, and I, I've, I I like what you said there because, like, for me, I looked at the Legend of Zelda... What is it? Tears of the Kingdom? Or Tears yep. of the Kingdom? Yeah. Tears of a Kingdom or the yeah. Kingdom, yeah. Well, we'll get it's, it down eventually. T-O-T-K, like TikTok. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Also very much love the queen elizabeth meme that's going around on social media with oh, it as well i did not see that now i can understand why they definitely delayed that uh for respect but like seeing that just 30 seconds i'm like none of this is actually wowing me because it's just the hardware is so dated at this point that it's it really has started showing its age even in the games that i feel like i i should be excited about i'm like this this looks four years old and maybe that's just like we're just spoiled gamers at this point right because it sounds spoiled like like i sound oh it it hurt i hate saying it i realize it sounds uh douchey i get it but it's like this the steam decks here and if i wanted to not to say I, i ever have or had wanted to run breath of the wild at 60 frames per second theoretically nintendo i've never done it never done it you i'll show you my switch right now I could get that thing running at 60 FPS. I know I can't do that on, on the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, right? Like, oh, it hurts my soul a little bit. Yeah. That said, though, I thought it was fine. I got yeah. Octo... Uh, what is it? Octo... Uh, Which we'll get into later. Octopath Traveler Octopath 2. Octopath Traveler, thank you. Yeah. Wild that that is coming to PlayStation. Yep. But not the first one? <laughs> nope. Don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> I hope there's not a whole lot of, like, interwoven stuff. Yeah. I hope it's yeah. like a standalone thing or else that'd be very weird. But like, yeah, we got Octopath. We got Legend of Zelda. We got Pikmin. Uh, Pikmin. Like those three games right yeah. off the bat. Like they're big all things. Great. Yeah. Well, uh, I think great, the, but the, they all seem yeah. good. The N64 lineup is cool. Uh, the dating for them is a little weird. Uh, question. GoldenEye 64. Yeah. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh-huh. Getting online support on the Nintendo Switch. Yep. But not on the Xbox consoles, of which they own Rare. <laughs> Wait, online's not a part of the Xbox It's one? not a part of the Xbox one. It is an exclusive feature on the Switch. Okay. Right? It doesn't make sense. Like, Microsoft but the Xbox owns- one is, like, upscaled and yep, smoother 4K. frame rate and everything sure. and achievements. I think the cool thing with Xbox as well is if you own Rare Replay, you get it for free. Something like that, or like Game Pass, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. But no online. Wow. Xbox (laughs) fans listening in, because I know there's a lot of you surprisingly out there that listen to the show. Thank you. And also, how does that make you feel? Because to me, it's just like, what's going on? I want to know the politics of of getting that. Sure. You know? And this might be a controversial statement here. Oh God. Who's going to actually spend a lot of time playing that in today's age? A lot of people are like, 
maybe for a round or two, but like I don't think it's going to stick around for a whole. Right. Thing. It's it's we're not going to get a battle pass for this, but it's no. just it's a little silly. <laughs> it, that is definitely silly. That is wild. To me. I know you're you're trying to you don't believe it. I see I you don't, talking on the keyboard. I don't. I am trying to find it because that is so wild. What? Yeah. What? What has happened? I just would like to know. Oh, and I would like to know how y'all feel because that is crazy. But like, I'm definitely yeah, gonna play it. An update <laughs> remaster of a GoldenEye 007 on Xbox will not include online multiplayer. That will be exclusive to the Nintendo Switch version of the game. <laughs> that is from IGN. That's nuts. Now here's wow. here's how big that the GoldenEye news is though. Funny enough, my brother texted me. My brother's not like a big gamer. Uh-huh. He's like, GoldenEye, we're getting it. <laughs> exclamation, yeah, oh. point, exclamation point. Yeah, no, I think that is a thing to upgrade or, or use Nintendo Online for because yeah. that ha- that holds so, so much special memories. So much. Nostalgia. Going over to friends' houses because I never owned an N64, but like playing GoldenEye with friends on the same screen is a magical experience. Now, but are they actually going to put like, you know, to dual like you know oh, analog sticks that's I, a real question uh, yeah i don't know I that's don't a know. real question that said though nintendo direct it's a thing that exists and yeah. i i enjoyed it i i enjoyed it i wish though mm-hmm. stay to play and direct swap times like oh, length, really? like length, no like length of show that's what i meant oh like you wanted a 40 i wanted a 40 minute, minute stay to play 20 minute nintendo i know it. i hope so that's what i'm saying i'm eager for more this also, is the, this is the appetizer. Where's yeah. the where's the main course? Also, Fire Emblem. I got a yeah. beef with that series. Uh huh. Why well, you got to make everybody so hot? Everybody that's hot. Everybody. That's all I, I got to say. You know, I don't. I can only it. question myself so many times. Are you kidding me? The the day. female version of that main character in the new game looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, she looks great. Who knows? They all look great, but like, man, like. <sighs> Nintendo, like Nintendo, you knows know what that you're doing. Yeah, Nintendo knows that their base is secretly super yeah. horny. Come on, Bayonetta <laughs> locking that down. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You don't want Bayonetta to be in 4K. No. The world will never go outside again. <laughs> <laughs> With that, before we get into the actual stuff, why we're here. First off, we're recording one day early because the state of play literally, practically shadow dropped on us so we had no time to give us or give you guys our crazy predictions it was literally announced monday night it dropped tuesday and now we're going to be covering it for you so unless some earth shattering news happens this is this week's episode where we are going to recap all of everything that was the playstation state of play and as well as the ubisoft and marvel plus disney showcase spectacular but before we get into all of that a little bit of housekeeping first and foremost the stream day community day uh september 24th is my bad i messed up moved it one more time this time this date is sealed i can't move it won't move it don't even talk to me about moving it september 24th that's our stream day join us we're going to play a ton of fun games we have a lot of uh, what is it? Horizon Forbidden West codes to give away to you, the audience, provided by you, the audience. Y'all are some of y'all are a little bit too generous. Way too. Kind. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Uh, so yeah, join us September 24th. We got a lot of cool announcements, reveals, and a whole lot of special stuff. But more importantly, it's about spending time with y'all and really just getting to know each other more and just having fun, making friends and all that jazz. If we want to hear more about that or we want to be a part of this community, remember Discord, a link down in the description for all that goodness. Join us, ask us questions, and have them read on the show. And I want to thank our producers over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Like I say, each and every week, the reason why we look so good, it sounds so great, is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So if we ever helped you out, got you through a long car ride, tough day at work, it really does help us out if you throw a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Stephen Flesh, Darth Simon the Pie Man, Chaotic Monkey, Enigma, and Strubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Awesome Dave, Hide Indoors, Nakajaka, Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadas Fawn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, K. Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Annie Daynell, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, Jinx the 35th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Stone Cold, E.T., Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Green Gorilla Gamer, Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, Sean McKenzie, and Johnson, Final Fan XZ, Enigma, Andrazo, Lamb Chop 93, and Devante Johnson. Oh boy, so many more names I gotta say now. It's ruining the rhythm. Not to say that you guys should stop because it's really you guys are the only thing that's stopping the, what is it, the four hymns or whatever ads from getting into this show. So keep them coming, but thank you. All so much for your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So, with all that said, Kyle, with all that out of the way, it is finally time to square up the showcases. Oh, let's square it up in a second once I okay. add this last minute comment that I found in the Discord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, state, state of play recap. This comes from IGN and Digital Trends. <clears throat> the first or state of play got uh, started with the Tekken eight announced for PS five. The announcement that kicked off the show was Tekken eight. We saw some cutscenes and gameplay featuring Jin Kazama and Kazuya Mishima. And it looks just as impactful and satisfying as ever in a PlayStation blog post. Katsuhiro Harada explained that this content was taken straight from the game's story mode and runs at 60 frames per second. It has no release date, but is confirmed for PS five. So, First things first, they start off their showcase with the reveal of Tekken 8, yeah. which I'm not a big fighting fan. Everybody knows it. I suck at them. I can never do even like a fatality. The simplest one can't even mm-hmm. pull that off in a Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter, I know Ken and Ryu, and I'm assuming these guys are like the Ken and Ryu of Jin is Tekken. like the mascot. He is the Ryu for sure. I, I'm, I don't remember... Uh, Kazuya. It's been a while, so okay. but I remember Jin. So, Kyle, you're a Tekken fan, or at least I you, love Tekken. Yeah, you're into the fighting scene there, or whatever. If if I'm going to play a fighter, I would prefer Tekken. Why? Why? I just I love the characters, mm-hmm. I, I, the 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 selection and diversity of the characters from move sets, from looks. 
I just love them a whole lot more. Um, sure. They have a um, character called King, who's like mm-hmm. a luchador professional wrestler with like a tiger mask on. That's I love cool. using him. I love using, uh, I can never say his name right, but he was my main. Um, Horang, H-W-O-R-A-N-G, however, okay. however you say that. The dude, he, like he punches, whatever. But he is known for his kicks. And mm. I think it was Tekken 3 or four. I think it's Tekken 3. I would just um, stand on one leg and just use one leg and just swat people out of the air with the other one (laughs) for the entire round. And it was super satisfying. And and, uh, Eddie, I think Eddie Gordado, I think is his last name, a capoeira Mm -hmm. fighter where he's like kind of moving uh, different martial arts styles and, and whatnot. So like the fighters are all unique and different and I just love that about it. I feel like with the other fighters there are too many samesies feeling okay. characters okay. like street fighter like ryu ken uh uh guile in some ways they all kind of do similar things mm-hmm. i feel like tekken has different kind of fighting styles and whatnot fair enough fair enough so as someone i'm who, gonna get flamed so hard for that, <laughs> that last you're thing like, you're not a real tekken thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i know but i love yeah. it uh i'm like i'm just so jealous that people that like people that are good at fighters i'm the most like so jealous of you. I wish I had just an ounce of that skill. Yeah. Um, that is like, to me, like the, the thing I wish I had in gaming was like fighting game knowledge, because mm-hmm. that seems like it's just such a, uh, an interesting niche to be a part of. Cause yeah, everybody has like, this is my one franchise for this one very obscure reason, but their knowledge of all of it is just I don't know. Yeah. It just always feels insightful every time like yeah. a fighting fan talks. I'm like, yeah, this is yeah, this is rad. That and being sh- said, Shadow for Tekken Three as well. If I remember in the same one, each character had its own story arc, okay. and so there was like twenty or thirty characters. Each one had cutscenes and story, and you could play Ooh. through it. Like I loved it. Okay. okay. Yeah. So did this trailer do it for you? Or you, oh, yeah. are you hyped? I mean, during when we were live reacting. We were like, man, it's wild if this is gameplay, and it goes straight into gameplay. It looks yeah. incredible. Yeah, and as they even stated here, 60 frames per second, which is yeah. very neat to have. Yep. Um, and the one thing that we noted while we were streaming this, Kyle, was, all right, PlayStation, Evo, partnerships. Yep. This is probably the place where you want to premiere your fighter is on a PlayStation stage. So you're seeing a lot of synergy between brands here, between Evo, between PlayStation, between these fighters that, yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about how PlayStation's going to survive, you know, quote unquote, without Call of Duty. This is actually kind of how you do it. You know, going into different fields and kind of trying to dominate those areas, I feel like that's how you're going to start seeing PlayStation doing different things. But yeah. Tekken 8, hey. Cool. I'm happy for y'all, and it looked great by Dum Dum standard. So, yeah, that's it, Kyle. If there's anything left for you to say, we could just skip to the. No, the next it, thing. it seems like we're gonna get a lot of powerhouses of fighting games coming very soon with Street yeah. Fighter in this one. So, oh yeah, it's a great time. Which I would think if I'm if I'm any type of fan of anything, like the most, yeah, um, has to be Street Fighter. Sure. Has to be for that's me. Synonymous with fight, other than Mortal yeah. Kombat. That's synonymous with fighting games. And this is how my fighting knowledge is: Street Fighter on on the Game Boy, like the first Game Boy, is my fighter. Oh, sweet! That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. So, like, that's that's why it's like for me, it's more synonymous that or Street Fighter versus um, sorry, 
Yeah, is it Street Fighter vs. Marvel? What's it? Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big dumb idiot, y'all. That's how no, literal not. knowledge I know of fighters. It's <laughs> just so dumb. Just my, so stupid. My first fighter that I love was Mortal Kombat Trilogy Fair. on PS1. Man, what a what a game. You know what game I'm going to get that I know is not going to be... Yeah, you're right. so da- you're so down on this. I don't know why. Yeah. Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge gets new gameplay trailer. The upcoming PlayStation VR 2 game, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, received a new gameplay trailer showing off a ton of different locations, enemies, and allies in the game. Joe, why do you hate this game so much? I mean, it doesn't necessarily look all that great. <laughs> all right. Like, it it kind of just looks like another one of those. And in, in, if you're in the VR world, you know those experiences where sure. not so much a whole lot of depth there, but it's more like a tourist attraction. If that makes any sense, okay. like let's hold your hand while, you know, you do puzzle a open room to room B solve this puzzle. Like it seems like more of a escape room type of vibe, which okay. a lot of VR games are, but set in the star Wars universe. And that's the reason why it pulls me in that this game kind of looks like if you remove the, the Star Wars-ness of it. If you remove Star Wars from the title, it just kind of looked like any other place, or sorry, uh, VR, you know, escape room. That's okay. why. That's why I'm a little down on it. All right. I I, I mean, I, I kind of dig those experiences. Like, I loved right. Arkham VR, and that's pretty much just a glorified VR experience. I would argue, way. though, and maybe this is just the nostalgia talking, that looked a little better than this. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, it could also be a thing where, again, we're viewing it on a screen, not in a VR headset with all these fancy doodads from VR too. Yeah, could Fair. look completely different. So, if Tekken was a, a unified yay, yes. I would say that this one is the May. Like, I'm not totally negative on it, but I'm not totally sold on sure. it. Sure, I, I wouldn't be uh, upset getting up and setting up a VR play area to play Fair. this game. Fair. That's it, Kyle. Let's talk about the next one on the list. Like a Dragon Ishin is finally coming to the West with a remake. This comes from the studio Raya Ga Gotaku. Uh, Ishin is getting a full remake treatment. This game was released for PS3 and PS4 in the early 2010s, but never came to North America or Europe as the Yakuza series was not yet popular in the West at the time. It's now titled Like a Dragon Ishin, remade with Unreal Engine 4, and will be released for PS4 and PS5 in February 2023. Immediately. This looks fantastic. If this is the way you get me into the Yakuza series, it is by putting it in the feudal Japan uh, setting. I am 100% in. I, it is wild to me reading this, that Yakuza has only become popular over here within the last decade. Yeah. That's wild. And really, it is like, for me at least, I feel like it is with the push of Like a Dragon. Where it's really hit in a different in a different way because even as someone who doesn't know or has been aware of the Yakuza series, I feel like marketing wise, it's really hit the casual, uh, you know, Japanese developed game fan, which is myself right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, yeah, okay, this looks interesting. This looks different, and having this in an era that I'm actually interested in, I think, is the thing that gets me through the door sure that makes any sense yeah so like yeah. Th- this looked great it it looks like yakuza but again like just having that katana in your hand 
means i think so much more for me my my hype for it that okay. said though i did miss something here uh yeah. demio comes out on playstation ah. vr 2 yes. as well demio is a huge vr game outside the playstation ecosystem uh demio is pretty much a what well, kyle your biggest wish for a vr game is mm-hmm. it is D in vr where you yeah. have dice you have these little statues and they're going along these dungeons and you're just rolling dice to see mm-hmm. where you end up it is yeah. a huge 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 game this in, is like, a the quest audience this is coming from the, the steam store page adventurers it's time to unite gather your friends and battle the dark forces that have overtaken the world of resolution games' award-winning rpg dungeon crawler demia the next generation of tabletop adventure has arrived. This released in May on May 6, 2021. And this is exactly what I wanted from a VR game. I've talked about it on the show before. I feel like we've asked a question like, what's your dream VR game to me is with my newfound, relatively newfound love of Dungeons and Dragons. I would love to go in a VR space and play these dungeon and dragons, tabletop esque adventures with someone being a DM. So yeah. this is not as like, customized as that but it's still the feel of rolling dice and minis and you're in dungeons and you can look at your friends playing across the table to you in this virtual space i am so in yeah like i man i it's gonna be hard to take that headset off of me playing demia and honestly i feel like that was that was the game to probably showcase psvr to first because to kind of put it in perspective this state of play dropped Again, this announcement, they gave us 24 hours to get ready for it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're kind of expecting this is going to be a smaller show. I'm not expecting Spider-Man. I'm not expecting Wolverine. I'm not even expecting God of War. Yeah. I'm just expecting, you know, Japanese-related games because we're coming into TGS. So, like, that's what I'm expecting to see Square. I'm expecting to see yeah. Bandai Namco. I'm expecting to see Koei Tecmo. I'm not expecting to see, like, Demio or... Santa Monica dropped some games off here. And the reason why you're showing off PSVR 2 games is because PSVR 2 is going to be prominently shown at TGS. So seeing right now so far, our reaction to the showcase, like halfway through, I was like, this is actually a really solid show. Dare I say even great. It's hitting on full cylinders, and we're four games in out of ten that were yeah. shown, or ten they promised. And as as I, you know, Demio is like, yay, Star Wars Galaxy, I may, but then seeing like like a Dragon Ishin, which again, full remake, finally headed to the states, getting me in. This is gonna get me in the Yakuza series. Um, like this is a day one buy. I'm already seeing games that I'm going to to buy we're not even halfway through this showcase and i'm already thinking this is this is actually a solid show yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right kyle next next one on the list there sir hogwarts legacy is getting a playstation exclusive quest upcoming harry potter universe game hogwarts legacy is getting exclusive content on playstation the state of play showed off a hogsmeade centered quest involving a spooky shop and its creepy basement Ooh all right, so this, I remember this getting a little bit of flack um, because this is PlayStation yet again coming in, claiming a chunk of a game, whether small, whatever size, doesn't yep. matter. Mm-hmm. This is ours. 
Yeah. This is the reason why people are going to buy it on PlayStation uh-huh. and then complaining about the Call of Duty thing. Yeah. Is it apples and oranges? Eh, I'll leave that up to you. I'm not going to put a thought in your head. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> I did see, because a lot of people complain. They're like, does this even work? It doesn't work for me. You know, and just kind of complain about why PlayStation does this. Is it a waste of money? I see this going, I hate this. I don't like that this exists. But like, you know, Captain Logan in the chat uh, when we were streaming this, they're like, and I'm buying this on PlayStation because of this. Yeah. It works. Yeah. And it looked good. And the more I see from Hogwarts Legacy, Kyle, I'm getting excited for this game. Uh, I'm a non-Harry Potter fan, Kyle. Yeah. As a Harry Potter fan... Every trailer that have shown since unveiling, yeah, has gotten me more excited about it. Except for that deep dive one, sure. where they really showed a lot. There, there was some of the like end game economy stuff just seemed too like mobile esque for me. Right. Um, but I love the spooky atmosphere of this uh, this exclusive quest. Yeah, yeah, it it was a good trailer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, these creepy little marionettes following you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't like, don't like. But again. Pretty damn rad. This was a yay for me as well. What, what's yeah. that you got? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a yay for me. It was a good trailer. Good, good. All right, how about the the next the next game here, Sean? Pacific Drive, the first title from Ironwood Studios announced. Ironwood Studios' first game is officially called Pacific Drive and will put players behind the wheel as they drive around what appears to be a post-apocalyptic version of the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. This looked... I said it to you... And I'll say it again here. Does it look like Dust Stranding in a car? <laughs> yeah. Mixed like, with Firewatch. Yeah, where like you're just pulling up to a gas station, but everything around it has been just blown to smithereens. It's storming. It does have that Firewatch aesthetic, that 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 at least that color palette of like those deep greens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um it, or or like matted look. There you go. Because uh, Firewatch, deep reds, deep oranges. Yeah. Nonetheless, it captures that same vibe. And then all of a sudden a storm happens and you're in it and you need to get away from it, which gave me those death stranding type of sure. type of vibes. And then like you're, you know, you, you got things being hurled at you. You're seeing a lightning strike hit right in front of the car and it just flips it over. Um, cool little Lindy. I wonder how PlayStation finds these cool little indies. And, and like what this is the big talk. We've had like arguments about how PlayStation handles indies on the show. And, and that is a big topic here. But this is the thing that I love what PlayStation does. They mm-hmm. give a spot to an indie in a show that they know a ton of people are going to watch. Yeah, that kind of that spot could have gone to probably a couple other things. Bigger sure. things. But they decided to put this in here from a studio where this is their first game. Mm-hmm. What a stage to be on. It looks incredible. And please keep doing those things. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't say it better myself. And the thing that gets me thinking is like, how did that person shoot their shot? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who DM'd shoe? You know? Exactly. Who who got in touch with shoe or how did shoe find this game or who found this mm-hmm. game and said, hey, shoe, let's go get this thing. Because this looks really, again, this looks really interesting. Yeah. And this is a, another yay for me. I can't oh, wait yeah, to see more of it. 
I want to see more of it. But already I'm I'm on board. I'm excited. I, said, to see, I believe I had a 2023, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, next year. Okay. Uh, following uh, Pacific Drive was the PlayStation Stars loyalty program to start rolling out this month. Cool. Cool. <laughs> they showed you some digital things that you could collect. Yeah. Not NFTs. Nope. Maybe. We talked about that the, a few weeks ago, I feel like. Yeah. Like, yeah uh, they're not really that. They're just cute little knickknacks. Uh, but you saw like, you know, like the PlayStation memory card with the screen. You saw like a PS3. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ape escape just, character. I ape think escape was... characters as well. Just in like a Christmas like ornament. Ordi- it's like a like, globe. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Am I going to use this? We'll see. <laughs> we'll definitely see. Yeah. So that one's in the this does nothing for me column. Sure. Yeah. That said, Dewane Raksha writes in, am I the only one having Astrobot flashbacks? Because those PlayStation Stars rewards reminds me of the collectibles you would get in Astrobot on PS5. Yeah, I definitely feel like they're like, here's some assets from Astro's Playroom. We're just going to toss it in this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, if they do a... If, there are, if they just give us these digital collectibles... Yeah. And they're just like in a list. That's a missed opportunity. Give yeah. me like a digital room where I can go and look at them. Well, that's the the good thing because Grace she she said her in that state of play. They're like, hey, on your PlayStation phone app and on your PlayStation Five, there's going to be an app. I think. Uh, on oh, there the phone is. App, I that. Yeah, okay. it'll be on the phone first, and then it'll be on your PlayStation Five. You get a little gallery that you get to display these things on. Sweet. Neat. But I don't know how ma- how many of us are, are walking with our robe and, you know, pipe <laughs> and monocle tabbing over to the PlayStation 5 gallery and looking at a, I don't know, I, a, a, a weird reference to like, I don't know. There are other things part of that program, right? Yeah, there are like, like points like you get to earn. Like discounts and stuff? Yeah, a, okay. a little bit here and there, but that that's their big selling point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, listen, if there's a Bloodborne little ornament, you know I'm going to search for that. Yeah. But until then. Listen, hmm. you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, right. Michael Scott, Kyle Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. And also, just a word <laughs> to the wise for the PlayStation Showcase and State of Plays afterwards. Stop putting people in a, a dark black room. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. <laughs> I I gotta stress this. Take take the Apple approach. Put them them put them in a garden. Put them in a CG room. Missed put- opportunity to have Grace in the room where the digital collectibles are. Yeah, like she's in the like Astro Playroom, and she's like, uh-huh. walk with me here, you know. Exactly. It, it, honestly, like I understood it for the first showcase because it's like okay. You know, COVID's a thing. But now it's just kind of looking cheap. Like, Ubisoft, and we'll get to them later, like, they had them in a digital desert. Yeah. Which is reminiscent to the games that are coming out for that company. But, like, (laughs) at least they had something cool. Uh This one, they're just like, we're going to put you in a dark audition room. Yeah. (laughs) Wing it, Grace. You know? That's it. That's all I got. But, hey, Grace, you did great with what you were given. Absolutely. Yeah. Crushed it. All right, what's the next thing here, Kyle? 
Sin Duality is the latest game from Bandai Namco. Sin Duality has been announced from Bandai Namco, a third-person shooter featuring mechs and an art style akin to Nier Automata, albeit a little bit more colorful. A trailer showed off the game in action alongside a 2023 release window. This one didn't do anything for me. Same. This one's the this one's the first nay. This I'm is write yes, this one down. This first nay. Nothing yeah. against it. It's just like yeah. nothing about it was like Kyle. You need to play this game. Yeah. It was like here's Bandai Namco's, you know, near meets Titanfall, and nothing, nothing happened, and that I, should that should have done something for me. I, I think a reason why it was a nay is I think it showed moments in that trailer of you farming resources, and after the Nintendo farm <laughs> issue earlier in the day, I was just kind of done. <laughs> like, no more, no more, <laughs> no more shovels, no more pickaxes. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm done. All right, Cold no. of the Lamb. I'm I'm all done. I'm, I'm all tapped I'm out ever since. Yeah. But game of the year. All right, Kyle. <laughs> Sin duality was a miss, but what about uh what about the next game on the list here? Project Eve, renamed as Stellar Blade, coming next year. The extremely shiny-looking action game shown off last year from Korean studio Shift Up has reemerged as Stellar Blade. The trailer showed off a mix of gameplay and cinematics, giving players a look at the game's futuristic stor- setting and story. And Gamatsu clarifies, game is being published by Sony Interactive Entertainment, originally a multiplayer game, now solely on PS5. So, Kyle, this is a couple... First of all, the game looks great. Yeah. And to me, as like outsider looking in, this kind of gives me like a Devil May Cry or like Bayonetta-esque vibes. Yes. Um, it's looking great. I love the parry system that they have, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the boss fights. I think some of the set pieces look really interesting. I love the enemy design. The different enemy monsters design. and stuff look really, really cool. Yeah, there's like one guy that has like a, a chainsaw wheel for, for an arm. Like it and looks th- awesome. There was one monster that reminded me of an enemy in Bloodborne. Uh, the <clears throat> that little worm thing with like little hair. Yes, but in this game, it had like teeth and it like split right down the middle. Like <laughs> it was it, really cool. It looks cool. It looks brutal. It 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 gives me kind of like this, I guess, like cyberpunk esque aesthetic to it. Uh, sure. Or like the futuristic aesthetic to it. Uh, the one cool thing, it's like okay, this is an outrageous game. Like. She gets like a wrist weapon and it turns into a giant railgun. Yeah. Like this looks this not, is outrageous and I'm mention, somehow on board with it. Not to mention the armor doesn't really protect you at all. <laughs> nope. And there's um, a lot of jiggling going on in the year 2022. That's Should right. not be a, a lot thing of anymore. It. A lot of it. And again, I, I I gotta stress this for for people that are making boob physics. You gotta at least touch one to, to get this to get the physics, or down. just don't even put it in the game. It's like it's it's like they think boobs are jello, and I have a news for you guys: they're not gelatin. <laughs> they're not, you know. But yeah, it's outrageous because she breathes and they're just all over the place. Yeah, she she turned around and the frame rate dropped because they <laughs> jiggled too much. It's, a bum, it's yeah. ridiculous, but whatever. It is what it is, and you know what? If you're into it. Go for hey, it. Okay. I'm not going to yuck your yum. Yeah, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're all people. Yeah. We, we all got to <laughs> off sometime, you know? That's right. We we all have to. Uh, uh, I can't think of a word that doesn't mean <laughs> something else right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, honestly, like all kidding aside, game looks fantastic. Yes, it does. And this is another game that was going to be on Xbox, now solely on PlayStation. I would like to point out here, 
XDEF. This is, I think, something that we're going to see more of. PlayStation going up to these AA studios going, hey, you got a really interesting idea? We will infuse you with a whole bunch of cash and make sure this this game is solely on PlayStation. Yeah. Something that looks different, something that looks like maybe something that fits in our portfolio. We want you here. And solves the problem I feel like a lot of people were crying about last year. Mm-hmm. When they were like, oh, they shut down uh, Japan Studios. Where's that Japanese influence in games on playstation well just go out and get this from yeah. korea yeah and i think that's the other thing that kind and of the excites next game me. that we're going to talk about too yeah and i think that's the the other thing that excites me is we're not just going in the typical quote-unquote places like japan uh america uk it's like no we're actually gonna start going out and doing you know going to places that are different like yeah you got south korea you got the the, the wukong game in china and there's like several oh, yeah. devs in india that are starting to pop up and getting shown on mm-hmm. these stages and i think that's really important as gaming becomes bigger and broader you're going to need more people from different areas giving their perspectives it's gonna make games better for everybody absolutely so, yeah this is awesome and if a studio doesn't have to worry about cash uh, to make their game, that's the ultimate win. Yeah. So yeah. so this one's a yay from both of us, right? Absolutely. Big yay for both of us. Yay, yeah. Yay. After that one, uh, Stellar Blade, another PS exclusive, uh, Neo developer announces open world samurai game Rise of the Ronin. Neo developers Team Ninja has announced an open world samurai game called Rise of the Ronin, a PlayStation 5 console exclusive with a 2024 release window. A trailer showed off the gorgeous world set during the modernization period of Japan. Okay. What a trailer. This looked awesome. Yeah. Team Ninja is on, they're really on the rise. Like, don't get me wrong, Ninja Gaiden, great series, phenomenal. They do stellar work. But, I mean, for me, the the things that I think Neo, Neo has done for them has elevated them in such a way within the kind of the Soulsborne-esque genre uh, where they're like, hey, listen, we could we could do what From does and we could do it our own way so we're not copying them. Sure, like yeah. so many people try to do what From Software does and I feel like Team Ninja takes that genre and just says, we're just going to do it our way. Yeah. And that's what I love about them. I think mm-hmm. their games are different enough but takes inspiration of from software games that that give their own spin like when i'm looking at this game right now i'm thinking of games like sekiro with the grapple hook with the parrying um this looks stellar for me as a big fan of of that genre yeah and and i think it to right off the gate from this trailer it reminds me of a lot of what i imagined an assassin's creed game in japan would be yeah there's a lot of jumping off of high places and gliding and a lot of stealthiness, um, some brutal finishers. Like yeah. uh, when uh, the, the main character takes a musket at a uh, soldier's hand and turns it around and shoots them point blank in the head Oof. or like stabs them with the bayonet end of a musket. Like it's really cool to see this samurai, this Ronin with a badass sword. <laughs> but then also pick up a gun to finish enemies every once yeah. in a while. Like it, it, it's that cool blend of, and it's also this like a period of time in, in history. Yeah, it's and it's a period of 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 
of history that is often overlooked and I don't know why it is because yeah. it shares so much similarity to the Westerns that we have, right? Like mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption's about the dying West. Well, this is about the dying feudalism that that was Japan, the modernization of it. Mm-hmm. And seeing that stark difference, you know, when you're seeing the eagle fly down, you kind of think it's America. Sure, yeah. You're even seeing that, like a U.S. embassy with the American flag. And then just across the bridge, you're seeing what is – you know, what we know as, you know, that Japanese aesthetic architecture, you know, and you're seeing how divided Japan truly mm-hmm. is at this time. That is, that is, there's so much to, to, to explore there. And I love that they're doing this and they're doing this without Tom Cruise. <laughs> or Matt Damon. Oh. <laughs> or Matt Damon, you yeah. know? So yeah. yeah, this looks question great. though. Yeah. Are you worried about them doing an open world game after doing Neo, which I don't think is open world? No. Well, Neo's like a it's it's not it's an open semi, world. It's semi, right? It, they're just like big locales. So like Bloodborne-esque. Yes. Kinda yeah. Kind of sorta. To me it's like like Sekiro is linear. Right, uh-huh. but Sekiro Sekiro is also very wide. Mm. That's what like Neo is like. It's a ve- oh, they're very okay. wide. Okay. That being said, though, they are all also doing the the Wulong game that is very oh, that's right. Sekiro meets Bloodborne vibes with mm-hmm. the Bloodborne producer mm-hmm. attached to it, which has me hyped. Yeah. And so to see them go, okay, we're doing this game and it looks fantastic. Now we're gonna take what what we are good at the combat, but expand the map and let's see what we can do with an open world game. Something that if I'm not mistaken is, is somewhat of a first for them. Exciting. Go is for this, it. is this the first confirmed 2024 game we've seen off the top of my head? Yeah. Right. I'm trying to think of anything else that, I mean, Wolverine will be a 2024. game. Oh I'm, yeah, sure. But it sure. says 2023 for now. Uh-huh. So yeah, no, this, this looks awesome. And this would have been my game of the show. There you go. I'm spoiling. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh, ooh, All right, Kyle. Also, PlayStation Five exclusive, which yes. honestly thought that meant it was it was Nia. Mm-hmm. Bef- but full stop. <sighs> God of War, oh, man. God of War. Well, let's talk about this whole ending of the show, right? Because okay. It started right with the PlayStation Studios logo, and I mm-hmm. and I was a little ahead of you on the stream. Yeah, and I saw that PlayStation Studios logo. I was like, Joe's gonna get what he wanted. That Bloodborne <laughs> patch is here, yep. and this is them bringing it out. And then you can hear the God of War music. I was like, Oh man, I'm shocked they're doing it. And then they semi troll us with the reveal of a controller. Uh, backfired because the controller looks awesome. I really yeah. dig it. Yeah. And then they give us the best trailer of this game <laughs> yet. Right? It's what a way to end the show. <laughs> it just gets you so incredibly hyped. Oh, yeah. It's whew. there's no words that de- that can describe it, nor do I want to describe the trailer nope. in in full. Nope. Because I want to make it still a, a secret for folks. Uh, that don't want any spoilers and want to go in completely, you know, pitch black on it. But please, for the love of God, please watch. If this. you don't want to go media blackout on it, 
watch this trailer. There's Be- the the VO is is like intense. The game the the fights, the settings, I think is what really had me whoa. Say whoa many, many times. The clashes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we 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 talk about it a lot. <laughs> we talk about it a lot on this show. How's this game gonna? Is this game? You know, do, do we put it on too big of a pedestal that this is the only game that could take out Elden Ring? And I, I think before today, I would have said we got to calm down with that. Right? We got to calm down. I feel like the hype's pretty big right now because of that trailer. And now I am. 100% confident and not just the the combat that looks stellar but the story that they're telling with the VO yeah there are lines that I always wondered about Kratos godhood yep what it means yep and by golly geez mm-hmm. I am I I cannot wait for the story that they tell here yeah, this, it's also kind of wild to hear Atreus, the actor, grown up a little bit, and his voice yeah. is a little deeper. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and the acne and the attitude. Oh yeah, oh. It's like, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> you played the papa. first game. You, you you know he can be insufferable yeah. at times. Yeah, but awesome. I just ah oh, God, I pray. Please don't make the controller PlayStation Direct exclusive. Yeah, please don't. If if so. One of y'all need to reach out because we need to, yeah. we need to make sure that we get one of these controllers, one of these bad bad boys, these sick puppies as the kids call them. Good band, man, man, man. I just there's nothing more I could say. It's just, yeah. A- after seeing that, this is this is the game that can that could do it. And the second thing that comes in my head, Kyle, who? Oh God. Hey, you I did shouldn't it. have put the who there. You did. Um, this thing's gonna be a juggernaut. Yeah. Sales wise. Yeah. I can understand why people are moving away from it. I would mm-hmm. be. I would be scared. Sonic. <laughs> Skull and bones. <laughs> what are you doing? Why? <laughs> That's it, Kyle. First question. Nagachaka writes in. Nagachaka. Question for the show: Who had the better showcase, PlayStation or Nintendo? Let's I've, make it a console uh, war. I don't want to. Okay. I think they. <laughs> I, I mean, they did different things, right? Yeah. And in their own way, uh, obviously, one was double the time. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I was more excited with things in the state of play. One of the stronger state of plays I think we've gotten in a long time. Yeah, I honestly I think this state of play and the last state of play have shown this is probably the games you want to showcase. Yep. Um the, this is what people are are probably expecting out of you. You know, for me obviously it's going to be PlayStation because that's the console I prefer. I only turn on my Nintendo Switch to get aggravated at Splatoon 3 matchmaking. Um so like for me it's it it's not my console. What team are you going for Splatfest? What, what what's what's the it, it's if you were on a deserted island, what would you bring? Uh tools, grub, or fun? I'm gonna choose neither, I'm gonna choose a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wish that was an option. So whenever you hop into a Splatoon three match, yeah. there's like a fourth color of paint. That's right. And everyone's like, who is that? Yeah. Uh, He's outside of the code. That's right. Well, what's happening? It's me with a gun. <laughs> I get to rule the island. I get to shoot a pig. You're not even a squid kid. You're you're legit nope. like Here I am with a gun. <laughs> you're soap McTavish from Call of Duty showing up in Splatoon. Exactly. And then all of a sudden I'm the ruler of the of the island. You know? People gotta listen to me. Why? I got a gun. Who cares about yeah, fun I... when you got a gun? Let's do a roll call. Who brought who what to the desert island? Uh, oh, I, I brought matches. Yeah. Oh, I brought canned food. I got playing cards. Uh, Joe, what'd you bring? A gun. <laughs> cool. Who Way gives, to step, wrap it up, Joe. Yeah. Who gives a f- about Yahtzee when you have a Glock 18, you know? <laughs> hey, I can't reach that coconut. Can someone get it down for me? Shoot it down. Boom. Bam. <laughs> Oh, I got food. No, you don't. It's mine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what happens if you run out of bullets? Oh, are you also bringing ammo with you? I mean, I, I would think. Are I you would... Rambo with like the, the ammo, the bullet? <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> the bullet shoulder strap thing? Yep. And oh. I have PTSD from the Viet Cong. So like, that's what oh. I'm rocking. Oh, my God. A gun, PTSD. Wake up at like five in the morning and to the sound of gunshots, and we look over, and you're not fishing with a line, you're just shooting at the fish in the water. <laughs> yeah, like people just like bang on a uh, two rocks together. I think I'm back. <laughs> <sighs> you know? <laughs> oh, look, okay. uh, Castaway would have been completely different if you were in that <laughs> position. I would have shot Wilson. <laughs> god all right kyle so man we we asked you all you know how did you like the show a lot of responses so we're gonna go back and forth back and forth okay so first one yep comes from iso christian god of war is a close second to stellar blade blade formerly known as project eve fantastic choice it was great looking game yeah adam leonard says Tekken 8. Wondrous Will. Like a Dragon Ishin. So happy it's getting a remake and a Western release. At Crusader 3456, probably Sin Duality. Would have been the Team Ninja game, but it is so far away. That is something. I'm glad we're moving further away from the, you know, here's a game super far away thing. It's nice to have it maybe one or two of them in a showcase. Don't litter it in there. Also, but also. It's in duality. Different, yeah. They showed more of the game. It yeah. wasn't just a, here's some concept CG footage. Ubisoft, we'll get to you later. <laughs> we'll, hold, we'll hold our complaints. Uh, Spointer 13. Spoink. I made that one. I, I mean, I'm so sorry. Damn, they stopped listening. That's uh, fair. One star review. Pointer, I'm sorry. Also fair. I'm sorry. To see Tekken 8 announced on my birthday. Ooh. Look at you being a jerk. And it Happy is birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, is icing on the cake. And I couldn't have asked for a better present. Love you guys. Love, Love you too, Spoiler. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy uh, birthday. Savoy Prime writes, definitely like a dragon Ishin. A lot of a lot of Ishin fans out there. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Uh, Jadis Von Gamer writes, the new dragon. Oh, sorry. The new Ragnarok 
DualSense is quite sexy. Uh, the Ronin from Team Ninja looks pretty rad too. Good show. Definitely cleaned out the taste in my mouth from that Nintendo show, show earlier. Ooh, we Jada. Shots, Shots fired. Shots fired. All right. Captain Logan writes in Hogwarts Legacy exclusive content has me sold there. That is, a, this is a great way to give us the next six months. It really is. There's a lot here to get excited for early 2023 and then something very far away in 2024 and get us very excited for something that's coming in a few months. That is God of War. The most famous shameless I've ever met in my whole entire rights writes. My favorite is definitely rise of Ronan looks beautiful. Looks awesome. Yeah. I could yeah. not agree more. Dewani Raksha writes, I think I'm most interested in Demio. Ooh. I've always been interested in tabletop games, but never had the chance to be involved in a group like that. Add in the card mechanics shown in the trailer, and I'll be here for it. So a just a lot really, of variety here. I was just going to say really quickly from my count, I'm counting six or seven different games that yeah. somebody is their favorite other than God of War. And out of 10 games being shown, that is a great batting average yeah of everyone's coming away with something different and the games are different enough to hit different audiences absolutely awesome i couldn't even say it better myself yeah. it is awesome to see the variety that has people so excited and to see that these are also so many of them are different in in new ip yes like, that is awesome equals or, or things that we already know about yeah all right this one comes from toxic i really like the look of both upcoming exclusives, Stellar Blade in 2023, Rise of the Ronin in 2024. Looking forward to both. And God of War obviously looks amazing. Don't see, I don't want to see any more of it. Want to go in blind. Agreed. And to answer question two, I don't think it's enough. I still want to see Sucker, I still want to see what Sucker Punch is up to. Still no word or release date for Little Devil Inside. I want to see more Spider-Man 2 in Pragmata and Oh, Pragmata is sorry, in ha- Thank you. Yep. I need more. So, the second question that we put up on Discord and on Twitter was, was if this is it, there is no, no showcase. showcase. Let's yeah. just say the- theoretically, everybody is this enough? Obviously for me, no. Yeah, no. I want to see more. And I know that sounds selfish, but I want to see what PlayStation, PlayStation is up to from 2023 to 2024. I want to see what their first mm-hmm. party mm-hmm. has in store for us. That's that's what I want to see. And I think yeah. that's happening, but it's going to come at a, in a few more weeks. Uh, yeah, I you can't keep, not keep saying it because they haven't really, but you can't throw out there Spider-Man 20 Spider-Man 2 2023 and then not show us anything until 2023. Yeah. Like more than that initial trailer. Yeah. So something has to come soon, sooner or later. And for some reason, September is just super busy with showcases. And I feel like PlayStation and Sony are playing chess with where they are unveiling things. Because you got this, right? We have yep. Last of Us Day in a week or so. Yep. That we're probably going to see something about Factions 2 or whatever that game is. Ooh. I would assume so. That'd be yeah. cool. There are all these different avenues to showcase these these what they have planned. When can they drop a showcase? They have 25 plus games they're working on and developing yeah. right now. Yeah. There has to be something in the pipeline 
that is is ready to cook. There's so many, there are so many devs heads down right now working on something. Yeah, it would only make sense that we're going to see something soon that is a PlayStation showcase. Yeah, you know, because when do we know adjacent. the furthest or the closest or the last thing coming out in in early 2023 is what first spoken? Yeah, that is truly like a PlayStation Five exclusive as of yep. right now, and that's and then February, that- right? Mm-hmm. Then after that is the next February. <laughs> All the games that come out then. Sure, but like nothing but, like exclusive on PS5. Yeah. But the, the next year is like I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it, do you honest question that just yeah. popped in my head? Go for it. Do you think they're waiting to hear from the Zelda date? That to would kind be, of map out when these games are coming out a little bit next honestly, year. Honestly, that's a smart, uh, smart, smart idea. I, I, I would think so, and I also think it's, you know, I bet just like Nintendo, they wanted to reveal this earlier, but worlds things happen. Yeah, world events happen. Yeah. You know, monarchs die and whatnot. It's it's a worldly thing, uh-huh. um, which is weird because we had our flags at half mass. Yeah, and we're like, we we fought a war to be like done with the monarch. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, let's relax. Yeah. But um, but like, <laughs> Stockholm but- syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't like George. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the cough. But um, yeah. So you know, that's huge news. No matter what side of the aisle, anti Elizabeth, like you're sure. glad or sad. Yeah, um, or if you're the corgis and you're just uh, you're just glad you made it out of their life, <laughs> it's big news. So like Nintendo, PlayStation, everybody. Like if you're a social media manager that day, you're like, okay, we don't know what to to do. And if you're PlayStation, you have TGS this week. So I bet they wanted to kind of announce this on you know Thursday or Friday, but they're like, best we can do is Monday. And have it out on Tuesday. And then after TGS, that's when maybe we go, hey, guys, we got, <laughs> we're not letting you go yet. And we have something for you. So I, I truly think no inside source. I'm not claiming to be an insider, so you don't get to yell at me. Yeah, uh, mid, mid-no, mid-October, mid the latest. But I think it's early October. Uh, oh, okay. On my birthday? Hey? October 4th? I'm going to yeah. say... September 29th. Fair. I would still think it's in September too. Yeah. And I think you want this state of play here because you want to just say, hey, listen, we showed you God of War. So we don't have to have this in here. You know, we showed you, uh, you know, Stellar, Stellar Blades. So we don't have to have this in here. Yep. Here's the things that are coming to the future. You know, Wh- which beyond. makes me so excited for an eventual showcase. If all these things are being shown, What's going to fill that gap? What new things are they going to show off to get us excited for PlayStation in the future? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there you go. That has been the PlayStation Showcase. Or sorry, State <laughs> PlayStation State to Play. Whoops. Uh, Freudian slip. Uh, this was great. Keep keep doing keep doing them like these. Because I feel like now when we get to the news portion, it's all downhill from you. <laughs> I can't bleep myself, so I'm going to censor myself. Verbally, finally, some effing food. It feels That's good right. to see some good things. Thank goodness. <laughs> that said, Kyle, 
It's time for every notable PlayStation-related thing shown at the Marvel and Ubisoft showcases. It's not a lot. Not a lot, no. Uh, This little bit's from IGN. Uh, Marvel Midnight Suns, December 2nd. Interesting. PlayStation 5, uh, the later gen is sometime out, but current gen, December 2nd. Previously was going to be a 2023 thing yep. released out of or delayed out of this year. Now it's back in. Uh, cool me. Cool, cool. I it looks great, but the delays have me nervous. Sure, and yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you're okay with that. But, I mean, I'm. A, oh my God, I can't speak all of a sudden. Don't worry, it, it, it's a wi- it's a wise thing for you to be yeah. hesitant about. Yep. Uh, okay, so Midnight Suns, December second. Cool. I'm still excited. Two days before Callisto. It's yeah. going to be a wild week. Absolutely. Uh, Captain American Black Panther Skydance game by Amy Henning. We know that there will be multiple locations, including Paris and Wakanda, as well as four playable characters. A young Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. Azuri, T'Challa's grandfather in the World War II era Black Panther. Gabriel Jones, a U.S. soldier and member of the Howling Commandos. Nanali, leader of the fledgling Wakandan spy network. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. I love this idea. I love it, but I'm a little worried. Oh, okay. Why are you worried? Not that I'm worried about an Amy Henning game. I'm excited to get a Captain America game, Black Panther, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an uphill battle for me to care about playing as Gabriel Jones and Nanali, if I'm being totally honest. That's fair. Because you want to play as Steve Rogers. You want to play and as, Am I going to feel like, yeah, am, am, if I go, am I going to feel like I'm having enough quality time with Cap and Black Panther gameplay-wise right. before it's being, like, forcefully taken away from me to play as the soldier? And, it's and, kind of like Marvel Spider-Man, where you're like, I want to get to back to playing Spider-Man, not Mary Jane, sure. and not Depowered yeah. Miles. Like, yep. I want to be Spider-Man. Exactly. So I, they... And and in that case, there's there's only there's three characters here. There's four. Mm-hmm. Like how how many times are we switching in and out of those kind of characters? And but I trust Amy and the story she's telling, along with Mark Bernardin, who's fantastic. Um, it's cool. I like the team up. I was when that music started playing, I thought it was only going to be Cap, yep. and then to see the shield with the Black Panther scratch, I was like, ooh, that's cool. It just lends itself to like here's the comic book material that we want to use type of thing where it's like, this isn't necessarily like canonical quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is not the Steve origin stories that we've, for the most part, the modern, you know, Marvel cinephile has seen or the comic book fan has seen. We're doing something that is different. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's like, it's not taking liberties with the IP. I think it's just telling a different story using characters that you know and love. That you're and, familiar with. Yeah, yeah, that you're familiar with. And I think that gives them creative freedom to tell the story that they want to tell of how Steve is changed by meeting, you know, Chitala's grandfather early yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what gets me really excited because, yeah, they could have just been like, this is captain america and you're gonna go shoot some nazis you're you're in cool yeah but no they're doing something really different and um that has me excited but yeah you're right the other two characters you got to make me care about them if you're gonna take away captain america from me Mm -hmm. oh my god like Mm -hmm. hopefully they're just like your side 
your side pal, your Sully. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and then I just threw this in here really quickly just okay. because it's being played a lot by my nieces. I bought Disney Dreamlight Valley on PlayStation. I know it's okay. on Game Pass. Okay. Um, How dare you on a PlayStation it. show? What Whatever. a PlayStation show. You buy Whatever. things just for PlayStation? You know it's, uh, like, <laughs> it's the greatest thing in gaming. How dare you call you piece <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, a YouTube comment. That's yeah, what I was It was great. It was great. Game's really good. It, yeah. it is. It is the Animal Crossing thing in a Disney aesthetic, but it is so much more fun and engaging than I. I feel Animal from Animal Crossing. Okay. The time the girls are are dying to play it when they come home from school, so they know do their homework down at them. They're just running down here because they want to play and become friends with the Disney characters and like Aww. live in these worlds. It's really really cute. It's yeah. it's fantastic. You know what's not gonna be cute? What? When they use the money in your wallet to buy some microchips. <laughs> That's why I locked that down. <laughs> uh, these kids are getting smarter. All right, Jedi Master told, Run writes. Really quick, I told yeah. you the time they bought Rogue Company by banging on my rock band drum set. No way. <laughs> they they hit the PlayStation button connected to my PS4 at the oh time. My God. And then we're randomly like drumming along. And I get an email saying, oh, thanks for your purchase. And they bought Rogue Company, like, the Ultimate Edition yeah. or whatever it was. Oh, I was like, shit. I've never played a minute of that game. Thanks a lot, ladies. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, see? Again. <laughs> These kids again smart. Uh, Jedi Master Run writes, question for the show tonight. Okay. Uh, do you think Disney used the time during their showcase wisely? Or is there anything you would have done different? What would you do different if you were in charge of maximizing engagement for the next year's showcase? Ooh, Jedi Master Ren, great question. Yeah. To me, I liked this. I know there was a ton of mobile stuff, but there are three games that I'm genuinely interested in. Captain America and Black Panther, awesome. I am sold. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, I am sold. And then there was this awesome, awesome Mickey Mouse game, but it was a Switch exclusive. Illusion like, Island. This looks fantastic. Sold. Yeah. And even Monkey Island, which is uh, Switch yeah. exclusive as well. Looks and, great. and the mobile Marvel Snap, which is, I did not realize, is from the makers of Hearthstone. Oh, that's okay. There you go. That's how they get you. Yeah. So, like, they showed a lot of great things. Though I get it, a lot of things were mobile. I still dug this showcase, and I think the one thing that they can learn for next year's show is maybe, you know, talk to EA about their Iron Man game. You know, talk to, mm. show a little bit more of that Amy Hennig game, right? Like, show us more of the, the AAA or AA games that you're working on, because we know you're working on a ton of them. Yeah. So, and and put them yeah. in there. Like, the, the Avatar game was missing. You know that's going to come uh, next yeah. year for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish they did... More with what I feel like a lot of times we complain about showcases. Uh, let me let me explain that a little bit better. We usually complain about too much deep dives into games, right? Mm. I, this was like breakneck speed, one after yep. the other. Blessing did a fantastic job hosting it, but what I didn't realize was he was doing a Q and A with all the devs on stage at D twenty three. Like he he spoke to Amy and Mark Bernard and riders of the captain America black panther game have that be part of this showcase yeah and say hey if you want to see the q a afterwards yeah. here he you go. talked to mike biffle about the, his tron game tron. tell me more about that tron game yeah like I, I wish there was more of that in this this video but format. i do like the urgency 
20 minutes oh, was great. It was, it was there, if, yeah. If it was 30, I would be like, what are we doing, Ubisoft? Which, <laughs> let's get right to it then. Let's let's talk about Ubisoft. All right, Ubi. Uh, the first bit of PlayStation importance. Tom Clancy's The Division Heartland. It's set to be an all-new standalone adventure separate from the developing story in The Division 2, with the action centered around the small town of Silver Creek, the heartland of America. Keith Heavens, the creative director at Red Storm Entertainment, says that The Division Heartland will bring something new to fans of the franchise with streamlined action gameplay and a host of quality-of-life improvements. We'll need all that as we battle against new threats, rogue agents, and a new contamination to contain. The Division Heartland is set to launch in 2023 as a free-to-play experience on console. This did nothing for me. Yeah. This should be something I'm excited about. I love The Division. I've platinumed the first game. Should have platinumed the second one because I really enjoyed it. But Mm -hmm. this just seemed like more of The Division. And there was nothing that spoke to me that was like, no, this is what's different from that game. Um, this just kind of yeah. seemed like here are assets that we have and we, we want to make a, a free to play cash grab. I feel like this honest. was a missed opportunity to have a side story with named characters and tell me a story. Yeah, Don't have me be an unnamed hero, silent, going off doing quests like the reg- regular division. Tell me a story with actual characters that are living through this. Yep. And like a self-contained thing. It's a and, free-to-play experience. I, it, that's just the vision. And I still don't know what this game truly is. Is it like yeah. this is just the Dark Zone? Kind of like what we wanted this game to always be? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it what like The Last of Us you know, multiplayer game, what we're hoping for? Like that the Tarkov type S games? Like what is it? And I don't think it explained itself well at all. And yep. Red Storm is such a talented developer that they... They really should have gotten more spotlight, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Trackmania. Trackmania first launched in 2020 for PS- PC, and now it's finally coming to console. Ubisoft announced that the free-to-play collaborative racing game is set to launch in early 2023 for PS5 and PS4. Better still, Trackmania will feature crossplay and cross-progression support from day one across all platforms. Would like to see more of this game, actually. I think this yeah. is super interesting, seeing all like the, the, the crazy maps that people it's are insane. making. Uh-huh. Nuts. I would have liked to see more, because this was actually really interesting. Yeah, and the fact that a, a very long-running IP franchise yeah. is finally coming to console and PlayStation for the first time ever awesome. would have liked a little bit more pomp and circumstance with it. Yeah. All right, Kyle. How about the the next the next two? Assassin's Creed Mirage only CG trailer looked cool. Launches in twenty twenty three at fifty bucks. Fifty dollars. You don't say. Hmm. That looks looks like that's going to change soon. <laughs> Uh, about that next story. It's Assassin's a, Creed, a codenamed Red, it's GIF, uh, delivers on a fantasy that series fans have had since Altair first sleeped into the Bale of Hay. Assassin's Creed Japan is happening, people. That's right. Assassin's Creed Odyssey developer Ubisoft Quebec is set to let us live out a very powerful shinobi fantasy and what the publisher is calling the next premium flagship title and the future of our open-world RPG games on Assassin's Creed. And then right afterwards... It was Assassin's Creed codename Hex, which is the Holy Roman Empire witch hunting thing that we talked mm-hmm. about a few weeks ago. Those are all the notable things that happened here. There was mobile game after mobile announcement after mobile announcement after Just Cause, or sorry, Just Cause, Just Dance. Yeah, thing. they also had the audacity. The audacity. To have Valiant Hearts 2, a sequel, be a Netflix mobile game. 
Wow. This was a this was one of the worst showcases. It was next. They need to take notes. It, it just goes to show how I think we all feel that Ubisoft's in a bit of disarray right now. Yeah. Like there are so many games that we know are in development from you. Where are they? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh this this gets me this gets me concerned because there is way too many mobile games. Uh to see that there's only, you know, what three or four notable announcements here. Like, yeah, there was skull and bones there, but it was literally just a quick trailer. You blink and you miss it. Yeah. You know, this, this was stop making showcases for mobile games. The audience that are watching these showcases know what these mobile games are, Mm. or at least have the preconceived notion of what these are. And you're not proving to us that these things look are different. Than yeah. your your typical mobile cash grab. Stop, uh, yeah. please, because it gets me really depressed of where this industry's going. Yeah, when I and, see, and when I see shit like this, because I'm not I'm Kyle. If this is the future of video games, I don't want anything to do with it. It's it's so boring. It's so surface level. It's it's so thoughtless. Yeah, that is what I'm scared of, and it seems like Ubisoft has embraced. Yeah, and and, and to mention, there's like Assassin's Creed Jade. I think is a mobile experience too. Uh, Another thing that really bummed me about this whole thing is I'm kind of just over just showing a CG thing and then that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like Mirage looks cool. It looks like it's back to what Assassin's Creed is. It's not a bloated open world yeah. thing. It looks like and for what I've, everything I've read afterwards, uh, the devs were saying like we're it's not about padding your experiences by giving you meaningful things to do with your yeah. time in this new game mirage and like that's what i want from assassin's creed to get me back in but it was just a cg trailer in the showcase within a showcase celebrating assassin's creed and then you show from codename red and codename hex which are exciting you gave us this like uh uh uh, you give us prototypical cg asset that's less than 15 seconds to be like, Hey, it's coming. And then that's it. I, I am now old enough to where <laughs> I'm tired of just telling me it's a thing. And then a date way too early. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing that I'm going to allow that to happen for was when Ragnarok was coming and it said it was 2021. That's well, the, that's the last time that will ever get me. So I, I, I want to expand on that a little bit. I don't yeah. think that's the problem here. I think sure. it's it's and I and I want to pick your brain on here uh, yeah. uh, with, with this one. Do you think the rumors killed this reveal? If oh, we rumors saw this, kill everything, yeah, right. If we saw you know, codename Red, or, or you know, and we didn't know anything about it until then, I think that would have been different. Because like, look at like Wolverine. You're, mm-hmm. You're like, oh shit, he's in a bar. Or claws cut. That's CG. Sure, you're you're right. You're right. A little, I'm a little too harsh on that. Yeah, if I if that was the first confirmation of a, a, a game, an Assassin's Creed in Japan, which is what a lot of fans wanted for a very long time. Yeah, and then that cool spooky witch trial thing, I would have been more excited about those announcements because I'm like, oh, cool, the AC is going in a really cool direction. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was rumored and it was bundled into the rumored Assassin's Creed Infinite or Infinity, 
which still hasn't been fully explained. Because the, they're just like, it's not like a game of service, but more like a game uh, hub, like a yeah. multiplayer okay, hub. Okay, well, like, what? Why? <laughs> and just, I think I think that's the problem here. I think the reason why we're not giving this a break, but we give you know Insomniac the pass because of Spider Man or Wolverine is yeah. because. We know Insomniac. We we've seen Spider Man. We we know Spider Man. We know what their pedigree is, and we we trust them for Wolverine. Here, it's like there is way too much concept here, and I think the thing that killed the the hype was if you showed us gameplay for other games besides just Mario yes. Plus Rabbids, yep. I think we would have given you the pass. But because we saw CG after CG after CG after CG mm-hmm. after mobile experience, mm-hmm. we don't give you the pass here. And nothing against the presenters during this AC part of the Ubisoft forward. But then they come back from that 15 second thing and they are, I granted it's their job. They're reading from a script, Yeah. but they're like, is that the greatest thing ever? Fans are going to be scouring for the Easter eggs hidden yeah. on that witch trial thing. 15 seconds long. And all it was was a camera shot panning down from a treetop. And then they're, they're they're talking to like the 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 head of of you know of the assassins yeah game. who started it all I think and they're like so what can you tell us differently about Codename Red and he's like well I'm glad you talked about that instead of my you know toxic workplace environment that I helped foster <laughs> this is the best it's like <laughs> it's like dude it's like it just feel it felt a little bit maybe too robotic yeah was it um but. That's why I think we, we don't give them the pass. That said, though, Captain Logan writes in, can we talk about September being the new E3 and February being the new holiday season? Everything has shifted forward three months. I hate it. Don't like it. Let's bring it back to when it was in the summer, please. Yeah. I, I think this is going to get fixed when things, things are getting back times. to normal. But we're, we're out of it. Like Development's caught up. And bam, I think everything will be in the summer again. I do think you're going to see more and more developers and publishers playing around with dates and months now that they realize, oh, we don't have to just always put everything back in. We can scatter all this crap around and people are going to buy it. God, I hope so. I, I can't so. live in another February. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Mm-mm. Too many Mm-mm. things to play. Not enough time to play them. Oh, boy. Yep. Ooh-wee. All right, Kyle. So those were the recaps. I liked the Disney plus Marvel bless you. Yep. He did a fantastic job for the mm-hmm. show was on the show. We started his career. We don't need yeah, to get yeah. into it. Don't look into the facts. Just tell <laughs> it's what I, what I say goes, uh, please don't look into it. Okay. Beast was fantastic. One of my favorite podcasts. Nonetheless, we put him on the map. Okay, great. Ubisoft. Yikes. Let's do better next time. And I'm cheering for y'all. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Now it's time to get into the actual news news of the show. Let's square it up. Speaking about Ubisoft, Tom Ivan from VGC writes, Ubisoft says $70 price tag will now be the norm for its big AAA games. As previously confirmed, the publisher's first $70 release is the new-gen console versions of this November's Skull and Bones, a game which won't be available for last-gen systems. And in an interview with Axios, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guimont said this price point would now be the norm for the publisher's big PS5 and Xbox Series X and S releases. In August 2020, 
Journey, Take-Two's NBA 2K21 became the first current-gen game to be priced at $70. Other companies followed suit, including Activision, Sony, EA, and Square Enix, with the Final Fantasy publisher even bringing the increased price point to some of its PC games. Ubisoft said last year that it was undecided about whether it would pursue new software pricing opportunities, but its stance has since shifted. Quote, some of the games will come at the same price as the competition, Guimont told Axios. The big AAA games will come at $70, end quote. <laughs> Ubisoft's newly announced Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is billed as a smaller scale game than recent series entries, is priced at $50 for PS5 and Xbox Series X and S ahead of its cross-gen release in 2023. Glad how you kept your cool there. I tried. <laughs> you did it. You, did. you cracked a little bit under pressure, but you didn't succumb to it, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> Listen, y'all, dread it, run from it. The $70 video game conversation arrives all the same. <laughs> this is it, guys. Should have gone for the head. Should have gone. <laughs> 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 we should have not bought <laughs> Demon Souls. We shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I just can't wait until we're at this point where this isn't going to be used as ammo for the console war right. bullcrap I see on Twitter. Yeah, because this is this is happening. Whether you like it or not. It's been around for two years at this point. Yeah. Um, And listen, you don't have to like it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, We're very lucky that games are $70 here when there's 90 in in Canada. And I think, what is it, 140 in in, in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, like, get real currency, you know? (laughs) We're the standard for a reason. (laughs) God bless America. God bless you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Don't look at the stock market. My God. Um, But, like, this is happening. More publishers are doing it. Um, It just, I'm curious as to when Microsoft does it because they're going to do it. I'm curious also when, let's just say, a Nintendo does it. They're usually actually the last to to follow through with all of this. This is happening. They've been wanting to do this for a minute. And I think inflation, uh, the rise of which, is giving them a lot of excuses to do this. So they've been wanting to do this for a minute now. The the only thing that I feel like for those of you who are like, I'm going to boycott every game. Well, enjoy playing way less of them. And I mean, Ubisoft games, two months from now, that thing's going to be 30 bucks. So mm-hmm. it, it, I hate to say like it is what it is, but it really is at this point become the norm. Um, I don't mind paying any amount for a game that as long as the developer feels confident that that's the price they for that game, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm fine with it. That being said, though, when your games do, are more expensive, I feel like the more critical I feel as a consumer, I'm going to be because like Cold of the Lamb is one of my game of the year. It's 25 bucks on PSN. If that thing was 70 bucks, oh boy, no. But, you know, you're going to have these conversations, I feel like, with games that are questionable of that tag, a la, you know, the 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 Last of Us remake conversation. But I don't think you're going to have that when Call of Duty comes out and everybody buys it. And I sure. think there's also credence that people with this conversation that are so anti this have to kind of understand is like you guys were the minority you guys lost Mm -hmm. it's just the way it is and now you get to vote with your wallet again and just not buy them day one maybe you buy them on sale or maybe you just stick to indies that's the thing you can do yeah 
All right, Kyle. Sorry, that was my last rant. You're okay. Uh, I'm just trying to find something. Okay. Okay. Got it? I'm setting up something for later. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh, I can't wait for this little <laughs> joke to pay off. But until then, what's the, what's the next story on the list here, sir? Uh, from ZerminaCon over at PS Lifestyle, Zermina writes, Deviation Games, AAA PS5 project unaffected by co-founder's departure. Deviation Games PS5 project, which is rumored to be a shooter, is apparently unaffected by the studio's co-founder departing. Yesterday, Deviation Games announced that former Call of Duty veteran Jason Blundell has left the studio, which CEO Dave Anthony will continue to lead. The news caused some worry among fans, but the developer reassured them that it has hired a number of new industry veterans and work on its, quote, groundbreaking AAA original IP, end quote, is ongoing. Deviation Games' PS5 project has yet to be revealed. All the studio has announced so far is that it entered into a partnership with Sony Interactive Entertainment, which job listings and reports have indicated will be a first-person shooter. It does seem fitting considering Deviation Games' is led by Call of Duty talent. However, with Blundell leaving, people understandably became concerned. The good news is it has hired another Call of Duty veteran alongside a former God of War developer. Deviation Games' statement reads, quote, We are excited to announce that Louis Castle has joined Deviation Games as Senior Vice President of Development. A video game industry veteran with two Lifetime Achievement Awards, Louis co-founded Westwood Studios, best known for creating the legendary Command & Conquer franchise. Louis is joined by an incredible roster of industry veterans who recently joined the studio, including God of War alumni Jonathan Hawkins and Dean Reimer, and Call of Duty Black Ops guru Tony Flame. This plethora of talent makes Deviation uniquely equipped to continue leading the ever-evolving games industry into the future, including with the continued development of our previously announced groundbreaking triple a original ip end quote it's unclear why blundell left rumor has it he may be going back to treyarch because the paycheck is very lucrative who knows but that's just hearsay i don't know if i necessarily buy it either this is a bit of a bummer bummer because blundell is or was the co-founder of treyarch and treyarch really did help i would say revitalize call of duty when it was in the most questionable state when infinity ward split and became respawn mm -hmm. um treyarch has been not just the best kind of steward for this game but is now known for being the call of duty studio that people are the most excited for like black ops put them on the map black ops 2 solidified it so him leaving that is i'm not gonna say it that, that's a little worrisome here but to see the other talent. And again, I know PR, this is how they're going to spin it to see other talent outside of call of duty, but also people that were in integral to black ops, join the team for this game kind of has me back feeling a little bit more confident. Mm -hmm. How do you feel Kyle, knowing that this person left a year into developing this game? Are you worried about it? Are you still, you know, on the I fence? say you, I'm okay with it. Okay. Uh, it. It's it's not like a situation of when all the Naughty Dog people were leaving during Uncharted 4. Sure. Where when everyone and their mother felt like they left Naughty Dog during that <laughs> development, I was extremely worried about that game. And yeah. it turns out that game is flawless, in my opinion. It's fantastic. Sure. So I... You're wrong, but that's fair. 
how dare you uh <laughs> uh that really threw me off i'm just i'm, I'm trying to push aside me arguing about why uncharted 4 is great no it's just um, a little bit long in the tooth but other than oh, that, it's oh okay yeah. okay that's fine um you're still wrong it's perfect uh <laughs> i think this is totally fine i think yeah. there's enough talented people in that studio i think the groundwork that he let la- he laid is there and they're gonna follow it and yeah. I'm excited to see what this groundbreaking original IP is. Yeah, I'm and to me, I'm curious of like, is this an initiative? Um, or is this going to be something different? Where initiative, like the head of studio left, returned to Insomniac. And now where is you know, it, where is the initiative? Well, it's partnered with or kind of attached to um oh my god, Crystal Dynamics for for mm you know um perfect dark for perfect dark thank you those are words i wanted to find and so like is that's that's the thing that worries me here when we see a creative head or or head of studio leave beforehand or is this a haven studio situation where maybe there was an offer made and they didn't want to take it but the rest of the crew did and they were like all right well i'm out uh it could be something along those lines or maybe he wanted to take the sony money and sure maybe they're like no 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 let's remain we don't know where this is same studio where they showed off their new studio and it had PlayStation stuff everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and this is, listen, I, I think we can all like follow the read, read the tea, yeah. tea leaves. If yeah. this game is a hit, welcome, welcome aboard. Yeah. <laughs> if this isn't, then they kind of get to wipe their hands of it and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But again, this is another thing that PlayStation can do while they fight for call of duty to remain on PlayStation. This is, this is, what we're seeing PlayStation do, right? Invest in X dev. That's how we can help kind of stem the bleeding. That is the eventual leaving of call of duty. This is, this is find your Splatoon. Yeah. You don't need a, you don't need a call of duty. If you have a Splatoon, you know, I think take, take a look at the Nintendo approach in that regard. Be creative, get a little weird, invest Mm -hmm. in talent. That's how you're going to find people to your brand. Yep. All right, Kyle, it's time for some flash news. We got to run. We got to run fast. Oh, God. I'm running for my fucking life here, Kyle. Oh, shit. I cussed. Oh, fucking cussed again. God damn it. Keep doing it. Oh, jeez. I should have went. All right. (laughs) PS5 console exclusive. Sorry, kids in the car. Uh, Learn a new word. Y'all are Timolf's son, you're old enough now, I feel like, but I'm I, sorry. Honestly, right? That guy, that kid <laughs> We've been doing this puberty. for a while. He's I think he's pretty. I think he's, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, bro. I've been like, I don't even care, bro. You know? That's now earthy of, cheese though. Still a prude. Those are those are some old callbacks. <laughs> the diehards will get it. Yeah. PlayStation 5 console exclusive Babylon's Fall is shutting down already. Here we go. You live long enough to become a deviation <laughs> games or Babylon's Fall. Uh, Babylon's Wario, Fall. Wario had a gr- great tweet. Yeah, uh, sorry, sorry for the one person playing Babylon's Fall. But the, <laughs> servers are- <laughs> <laughs> the servers are shutting down February 28th, 2023. That was a this year game? Or yep. was that a last year? Okay. Yeah. You still revere platinum games. Listen, they better deliver. They better deliver on Bayonetta 3, because not only does that game look great, but that is on our fantasy league, of which shout out to Sean Capri over at the Xbox Drive. 
for stating some pretty big things before the Nintendo Direct of like, look at all these games that are coming out 2022. We got them, baby. And um, how'd that go for you, bud? All right. That's our weekly talk crap about another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Check. Octopath Traveler 2 is coming to PlayStation 5. Wild. Yeah. I think, what, February 28th or something? Yep. Um, PlayStation 5, but not the original. Also not on Xbox either. Really? Octopath Traveler 2, I believe, is only console-wise Switch and PlayStation. I'm going to double check that, but it's very strange. So what you're telling me is Octopath Traveler 1 came out Switch exclusive for about a year or two. Then it was Game Pass exclusive Uh on Xbox. Yeah. Octopath Traveler, this comes from IGN. Octopath Traveler 2 is heading to Nintendo Switch, PS5, PS4, and PC on February 24th, 2023. Okay. It's very strange. Hey, maybe Square Enix just collected the check. And they saw that the player numbers weren't big enough to... Sure. I mean, that's probably what happened. Yeah. I'm excited. It looks beautiful. But just wild. It's very weird. I <laughs> hope there's not a whole lot of, like, you need knowledge of the first game yeah. to understand. No, no. T- yeah. Eight new heroes, all that jazz. Okay, good. Can't wait to play it on the OLED. I think it's going to look beautiful. Yeah. And play it on my Steam Deck. And my OLED TV. That's right. That's right. All right. Tales of Symphonia Remastered, Bandy Namke. Pandai Namco. I don't know why I say it like that. (laughs) Remastering Tales of Symphonia for the Switch and PlayStation with enlarged graphic or enhanced graphics enlarged. (laughs) Enlarged graphics. What I'm thinking of. Everything's uh, in big head mode. Everything. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking of the the Parasite Eve game from earlier. All right. Oh, geez. Uh, Enhanced graphics and improved gameplay will launch sometime in early 2023. Great. I have no idea what that game series is. It's a very classic RPG. There you go. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion Nintendo showcased the new Crisis Core remake trailer during today's Nintendo Direct. It hits the Switch alongside PlayStation platforms on December 13th. Game looks great. Can't wait to play it. Yeah. Another December game. It's Christmas. Officially, it's a Christmas game. Master Detective Archives Raincoat, a detective game for the makers of Danganronpa, investigate crime scenes and solve mysteries with the help of a demon. I am so in. I love Danganronpa. It looks like something new. Um, No date for PS5 yet, but Switch at some point next year. Kyle, this is a made-up word you put in the doc to embarrass 100% is not. It's theater rhythm. Okay. Theater rhythm! Final bar line. This base game will feature 385 songs and 104 characters from the Final Fantasy series. Players will be able to create their dream RPG party that will battle against enemies as players push buttons to time with the time of music. It is a uh, music-based think uh, of uh, Rock Band Unplugged, or, or um, that's a bad comparison. The the Taito drum games. But it's like Final Fantasy music with just button input inputs. You know what I, I realized? We entered the weebs. We did enter the weebs. We and oh, I yeah. didn't even notice. Yeah. Because when you're telling focus. me, oh, this is like rock band, but like I'm like, but with weeb shit. It's all Final Fantasy music. Have I become iconic? A weeb? Yeah, maybe. I like Octopath Traveler. Uh-huh. I like the Crisis Core Final Fantasy submarine. Yeah. This other stuff can do without. Oh, how dare you. I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think I'm there yet. Give, give it a couple of years. 
Give it a couple of years. Hey, you, you like uh, that? Uh, what was it? Stellar? What's Stellar Blade? Stellar Blade. Come on now. I like the physics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because mm, I am a big fan. There are so many people unironically saying that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? There are people unironically sad. upset. They were like, eh, maybe the, enough, you know, the physics is not Sure, like, sure, sure, sure. Oh, these <laughs> guys, we, you're just trying to say that to sound. Guys, I said that I would f- add a cloud <laughs> for Final Fantasy VII, okay? Uh, you don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> It's like the it's like the Joker scene. You wouldn't understand. All right, just touch some grass. You're gonna be fine. People that are upset. All right, chief Ar- architect of the PlayStation Five is leaving. Leaving Sony. This comes from uh, Fortune. Kyle, have you heard this? Have you have you seen this? Massive Mew. Ito. Ito. Sorry, chief architect. <laughs> the sorry wasn't part of his name. I'm sorry for butchering it. Chief architect of the PlayStation is retiring from Sony. The lead architect of the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5 and PSP is ending his tenure with Sony. Masayu Ito will leave the company on October 1st after 36 years. Wow. Congratulations. Retirement well earned. Thank you Um, for two of my favorite consoles ever. Yeah. I think and the best designed console. I think, uh, yeah, PlayStation 4 right there. Fantastic. Congratulations, sir. That said, Kyle, here's the thing that I don't think a lot of people are going to realize. With him leaving, it means Sony consoles are going to look drastically different. And some things that we wouldn't think would be inside a PlayStation would be inside a PlayStation. Things that we thought would be in there would be in there. Right. And what I mean by that is like, take a look at Apple for a second. Okay. Android people, relax. Relax. You got the oh, god you want. I don't care about Apple. They just got a battery update. Stupid. Reverse Adam. Relax. I real talk. I yeah. love that voice from you. That is my favorite voice you've ever done. You. I don't know what it is. It that tickled something in my brain. That was great. It's like relax. Just you know, these people gotta because Johnny Ive, when he was designing the iPhone, he was always about thinning this thing. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. His yeah. last name is I? Uh, no, Ive. Johnny Ive. Oh, I thought his last name was like I, and that's why it's iPhone. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, that's why, you know, iPhones were getting so much thinner. And even coming down to the lines of MacBooks were getting so much thinner that, you know, in and ports were getting less and less so. Now, with him gone, you've seen Apple has gone back to the board and added ports that should have been there since day goddamn one. The iPhone is getting... Uh, bigger and beefier and the batteries are getting better that is because someone left and someone came to replace them so what i say to make a very long story short whatever is the next iteration of playstation 5 playstation 5 pro playstation 6 six and a half gonna be very interesting to see how it deviates from this design maybe it loses the panels and becomes something different Maybe it's a total from the ground up, or maybe they stick with it and roll with it. It's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, are you kind of are you holding on to something? Uh, yeah. Please, please input the code Y S B V N X six R Q V H nine L 
at callofduty.com slash beta redeem and have a good old time in early access open beta. I, I want a one. Yeah, pre-order it. <laughs> Where did you pre-order it at? Best Buy. See, I was thinking about pre-ordering it at Amazon and then just canceling the pre-order. Huh. Do you think they're do you think they've wised up to it? Probably. <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> Prepare the drop. You are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. Little Orpheus. Oh boy. Or- Orpheus? Orpheus, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> on PlayStation 5. Izono Zoo on PlayStation 5. Y'all stop giving me words you know I can't pronounce. <laughs> me who wrote the notes. Voice of Cards, Beast of Burden. We're getting there. PS4. Uh, We're getting there was me talking to myself (laughs) saying pronunciation. Uh We're getting there. Windstorm, start of a great friendship (laughs) of PlayStation 4. And on September 14th, Cube 10th anniversary on PlayStation 5. Why'd you say Cube like that? Cube! Because it's all all in caps. Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy on PlayStation 4. On September 15th. Archive Archives Ropers Rompers on PlayStation 4. Blind Fate Ido Yami on PlayStation 5. Nail it. Despot's Game, PS5 and PS4. Is that a sequel to Queen's Gambit? (laughs) (laughs) But you're like Vladimir Putin trying to get out of a (laughs) sticky situation. All right. Fire Commander on PS5 and PS4. Sorry that joke didn't land. Uh, Iteral Drift Twilight Rivals Edition on PlayStation 5. Metal Hellsinger. On PlayStation 5 and Outer Wilds on PlayStation 5. Oh, the PlayStation 5 update. SBK 22 on uh, PS5 and PS4. And on the 16th, Plunder Panic on PS5 and Trash Soldiers on PS4. Hey, here's a little thing. That pretty rad. Me, yeah, here's the thing that made me feel a little something. That's the first game I ever did a press release on. Huh. That's awesome. That game's, <laughs> if you like, uh, if you ever played Killer Queen. Yeah. That is what Plunder Panic is in a pirate setting, and it's a lot of fun to play that packs. It's a great time. Really quick, though, yeah. I had to look up what Windstorm Start of a Great Friendship is. Okay. Joe, what do you think this game is about? I think just two bros vibing. Two bros vibing? Yeah. Okay. Based on the successful Windstorm movies and best-selling books, what? experience exciting writing tasks together with the Windstorm and freely explore the breathtaking surroundings of the Kalenbach estate. Ride alongside other horses, look for hidden objects, and try to become the racing champion. Numerous secrets and hidden locations are waiting to be discovered. It is a horse whisperer game. And she's trying to befriend a black stallion called Windstar. It's like from the famous (laughs) movies and books. My brother in Christ, I don't know who you are. You're not uh, the Hunger Games. I had the- I oh, man. I love adding my brother in Christ before <laughs> saying something. <laughs> you know, what uh, is this? Guys, Google images this. This is outrageous. They're just like one step below the budget of like an anamorphs. Like this is nuts. 100%. All right. It's time for our favorite segment of the night. Ooh. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw! Uh we had we had 
a lot of questions this week. We only have two of them. Uh, or sorry. We have three of them. We got three questions. Three questions. Sorry. Captain Logan, I already read your question, you son of a gun. Oh, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> How dare you? I forgot to take that Logan, out. Logan, not Kyle. Vati tatted. Vinati tatted. Nailed it. I think it's Vante, but it's fine. Son of a <laughs> I just wanted to say for the Sony Prony Express. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. First time writing. Love you guys. Oh, uh-huh. thank you. And thank you so much for the support in the Discord. This is literally my first time in a Discord, so it means a lot. And as a 30-year-old fuel hauler who works 60 to 70 hours a week Oof. overnight, God bless. Oh, man. Because after 12 o'clock, Joseph needs nighty night, or I'm yeah. a cranky son of a gun. Wow. I have a limited time to play games, let alone keep up on the news. Oh, you mean game news. Get it. Uh, store deals and uh, any other discussions. Thanks to you guys. I feel like I'm constantly kept up in the loop while I'm out trucking. Thank you for all your hard work. Love you guys. And uh, sorry. And shiny side up trucker slang for stay safe no way love it oh shit we are so cool now p.s to the folks on twitter who hate on everything can we all just like chill and remember video games and movies are supposed to bring joy and give us a break from the hatred in the real world i know right take care thank you so much for the kind words yeah thank you so much vante and uh again shout out to our discord who are beyond welcoming every single time somebody new comes in it is truly amazing just how nice they are to everybody in there yeah without us being like hey here are the rules like what they're just kind to each other and talk about things it's it's great it's great it's really beautiful so if you're thinking about ruining it don't (laughs) (laughs) don't do that all right looking at you nasty boots i love you um but yeah it's seriously great you should join us discord you know link link in the description so Savoy Prime wrote in. This kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. While oh, I did yeah. enjoy the state of play, I need a showcase, and I want that E3 feeling back. I want the E3 feeling back. I don't want E3 back, though. Hot take. The, it's weird for me. And uh, Sorry, Joe. I forgot to also move that ahead in the doc. That's, so okay. that's on me. Um, I feel like I miss calling out of work for three days and just consume all the video game new yes. stuff at once. Yes. That, that is, that is what I miss big time. Um, but yeah, I, I, mi- I, yeah. I miss that portion of it for sure. I just don't know. I don't have like the energy for three E3, like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. I think I miss the, the audience, but like, I don't miss like the, the crowds of the Fair. people Fair. that said, if there is a live event, maybe we'll go to it next year. That'd be cool. Yeah. That said, the last question of the night, which y'all did such a great job asking us questions. We're literally last minute here because of the whole event. Um, Fame Seamus writes in, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, or God of War Ragnarok? As if there was any debate. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. 110 based solely on the trailers solely on the I, trailers. I am not taking my inexperience with zelda into this the god of war ragnar trailers today did way more for me than the zelda trailers today and it makes you it's it's wild for me to think because i think legend of zelda was the first series franchise that i fanboyed and obsessed over like sure, it was yeah. my pre 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 bloodborne 
Yeah. And with God of War, it was a series that I never got into as a kid because I was not mm-hmm. allowed. And it's so funny how I'm ex- so ecstatic for Ragnarok and I'm just lukewarm on Legends of the Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's so crazy how time changes you, I guess. Cause yeah, now like God of War, it's like, yeah, no, the God of War 2018 to me is near perfect. I love it so very much. It's a masterpiece uh-huh. to me. And I, I, that's just how it exists. I will say though, Joe, that will probably ramp up for you as soon as we enter the new year. Sure. Yeah. As we get closer. Yeah. And I like what Miles Dompier said on Twitter as well. It's like, wouldn't it be neat? And no incest or none, none of that, but it's like we get the, 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 the new switch reveal, whatever they, they call the next iteration. And this game's on there. Yeah. And they're kind of just keeping it from you. I, I mean, it makes sense because they did that with the switch and it worked out great for them. It would be cool. Every new Zelda means a new console. Yeah. And yeah, Zelda is still, even though like, I think breath of the Wild's a little overrated. Relax. The three Nintendo fanboys go, what? That's right. I still love that game and appreciate what it means for not just people, but for the people making games, right? Um, Zelda is an event. Mario is an event. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's kind of like what, what God of War is for us, for the Nintendo fans. When those yeah. games come out, they mean something. Um, which I think more games ought to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. There you go. I said something nice about Nintendo. Hey, look at you. Look at that. Now fix your matchmaking is platoon. <laughs> All right. Joe's trying to be a squid kid. <sighs> trying. Trying. That said, that's been the trophy room this week, y'all. A lot of stuff. A lot of state of play. It was great. Suddenly, it feels good to be a PlayStation fan again. It's Ooh, nice. isn't isn't that funny how the turntables have turned? <laughs> and then Jim Ryan comes out. I got some thoughts. <laughs> no, this no, no, was no, no, no. completely inadequate. <laughs> That's right. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before you get on out of here? I like to spotlight myself, Mr. K step on Twitter, uh, follow all the indie game coverage. We do over at six, one indie.com. That's S I X O N E I N D I E. Ooh. And you can find me over at Mr. Babbit on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter as well. If you get to, keep, Oh, sorry. Get you to keep up with all the updates that we have here. I'm going to stroke out. Well, that was, don't do that. I was very alarmed. Uh, catch up on all the updates and some, dank memes over at PS room on Twitter and please rate us five stars. If you like this show over on Apple podcasts on Spotify, Ooh. and you can find us wherever you get your podcast surface of choice, whether that Apple podcast, Spotify or uh, Google pods or anywhere you get your pods. Yes. Uh, Mr. K step from the, the trophy room. Hi. Yes. Hi. Uh, we're also doing another giveaway. Are we not soon? Young Padawan. Oh, I thought we said that last week. <laughs> Who knows? Time's a puppy. I don't know. <laughs> Join us community stream day on September 24th and all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep it what's about you. Keep hunting, keep playing PlayStation. Love you all very much. Uh, As the truckers say, shiny side up. That's right.